that makes you excited to build upon. You you hire somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop. Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9 The Game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. My name is Travis Sparks, and I cheer for Illinois Athletics, and I obviously do not deserve good things. And Eric Fry. I have honestly no idea. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome, one and all, to another edition, to another day of the starting lineup. You're on a 98.9 via game, ESPN Radio. It's Tuesday, Taco Tuesday, yeah. Twisted Tuesday, whatever you want this uh, Tuesday uh, to be. It's March 7th, 2023. Starting a new thing, it's Turtle Tuesday. Turtle Tuesday. Turtle Tuesday. You like turtles? I mean, the, the candy, yes. Yeah, those are all right. Those are but... okay. Turtle Sundays, I'll take them. Yeah, take. They're not my favorite, but I'll I'll take it. Not if someone came up to me with a turtle Sunday, I I wouldn't turn it down. Turtle soup, never had. Yeah, never had it myself either. But turtlenecks, no, yeah. not really. Not no. a turtleneck. Eh, on occasion, <laughs> don't rule those out. But I get too hot. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what we're doing here to start off the show here, but welcome in to another edition. It's Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out with you here on the startup lineup. And we got a good show planned for you today coming up. We're going to be talking all things super sectional from last night, both the T's, Teutopolis, and Tuscola. We'll talk all about those events last night there in Carbondale and the rest of the uh, state of Illinois uh, with uh, people punching their tickets to uh, Champagne later on uh, this week. And uh, we also got to take a look at some uh, all-conference teams as we had the uh, NTC uh, conference teams released yesterday and also uh, all Apollo conference teams uh, released as well as both uh, Altamont was the final team to uh, conclude their season for the NTC, and uh, Lincoln was the last one for the Apollo on the girls' side. So uh, they released uh, the all Apollo conference teams and all NTC teams that we'll take a look at, and uh, the rosters, at least for the uh, National Trail uh, Conference uh, teams for that All Star game with the NTC LPC uh, annual All Star game that they do. And also, we got a lot of NFL news and uh, notes to hit on. We didn't hit a lot on the uh, Derek Carr news yesterday about him uh, signing with the Saints. We also have some uh, rumblings about uh, the uh, franchise tag on uh, some uh, certain players and waiting until the very last minute to get a deal done for the deadline uh, today and also uh, some rumblings about uh, a certain quarterback deciding his future, whether it's going to be in one place 
or another, one conference or the other. And so we'll hit up on all the NFL news and notes, and we'll take a look at what happened in the NBA last night and what happened in the NHL, and might even touch a little bit on a spring training uh, baseball as well that happened yesterday. And whatever we don't get to here on the Trussell Show, then we'll get to in the podcast in some sort of a fashion. And you can find that pod wherever you find your favorite podcast, iTunes, Spotify, the website, fmradio.com, under the uh, podcast tab uh, there on the website. And you're going to want to make sure to download the podcast. We'll have some exclusive audio uh, on there. Yes, uh, and more about that exclusive audio to uh, come. So definitely uh, check uh, that pod out for sure. All right, so we need to jump right into it. And uh, let's get it started. And uh, let's hit it up with First Things First. Before we get into the show. First things first. And we are starting off in the uh, super sectionals in uh, Carbondale uh, last night. As uh, Eric mentioned yesterday, Travis, why did you bring it up? Well, this is exactly why I did because it makes the wins even more sweeter. As uh, Tatopoulos gets it done, the jinx, the curse, whatever you want to call it, the monkey is off the back. As Tatopoulos has uh, finally uh, done it in uh, seven uh, previous tries, uh, they come up short. But uh, tonight, or last night was the night as uh, they uh, defeated Pinckneyville last night in overtime. Not quite four overtimes to do it, I'm, yeah. I will say. But uh, Tatopoulos uh, did hang on uh, for the uh, victory over Pinckneyville last night. So uh, Tatopoulos going uh, back to uh, the uh, state tournament and going uh, back to uh, the uh, final four in uh, Champaign. So uh, Tatopoulos has uh, done it, and they pick up the dub last night against the Panthers. Yeah, and, uh, you know, slaying the beast that was Pinckneyville, who they lost to earlier this year, Mm -hmm. um, it it definitely was a a sweet moment for Totopolis. Feel great for those guys uh, and and feel good for that team. And uh, they are clicking. um, And actually, it was the Pinckneyville loss that kind of have turned their season around. As Since then, they've really kind of been very, very good. Not that they weren't good at the beginning of the season, but they the, that loss to Pinckneyville, they've kind of turned it around even more so since then and really kicked it up a gear uh, since that, that loss the first time out to Pinckneyville. Yeah, for sure. And uh, so uh, the uh, shoes, they got off to a decent start. They had a two-point lead after one quarter, 9-7. to seven, And they had a three-point lead going into a halftime, a 20-17. to 17, And uh, things look pretty good. They're entering the uh, fourth quarter as the shoes, they were up by nine points there. And uh, that's when the uh, comeback, would be on for Pinckneyville. They would outscore T-Town 11-2 in the fourth quarter to come back and tie the game and force overtime. They're tied at a 34 going into the extra session. And T-Town did just enough there in overtime. They outscored the Panthers 8-6. Brandon Niebuhr came up big all night. He had four three-pointers, 19 points, including some crucial threes down the stretch. Also James Niebergi as well. He came up clutch uh, when uh, the shoes needed him the most. He had 12 points, and he also was big on the defensive end. Several key steals last night, including uh, the biggest steal of them all to uh, steal it there 
at the very end when Pinckneyville was trying for a last-second shot there in overtime to force possibly an, a, another overtime session. Mm-hmm. But James with the uh, steal there. And uh, so uh, two Neberys came in a big. And also Joey Nebery, he had six. Caleb Seamer, he only had three points, but he's a rebounding machine as he had 13 rebounds mm-hmm. last night. And uh, T-Town really was controlling the uh, boards last night against uh, Pinckneyville, including those 13 boards there by Seymour. So, uh, you know, Totopolis, you know, look good there. they up by nine and feeling pretty good and maybe possibly starting to think about, ooh, all right, let's start making plans for Thursday. Mm-hmm. And, well, not so fast as uh, Pinckneyville had something to say about it in the fourth. Well, and Pinckneyville minus the sectional semifinal and their, their first game, all their games in this postseason have been within four or five points. So you knew – that they were going to battle back. Mm-hmm. And, and you have to think Coach Reeder knew that. Sure. You know when you get to this level, the talent and the teams are too good to think you're going to pull away from anyone. Now we'll mm-hmm. talk about that a little bit later. But, you know, you just you aren't expecting to get a 10-plus point victory at this point in the game. No, not, not at this point in the season. Uh, for sure, Conkle played pretty well though for uh, Pingneyville. He had uh, 10 points. Uh, but he was really the only player in double figures. There were guys that hovering over that mark. Uh, Smith had nine, Keith had eight, and Scott had a seven uh, for uh, the uh, Panthers there. And uh, I was able to uh, catch uh, Coach uh, Reader's uh, post-game uh, comments. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I said yesterday about them being 0-7 in their last super sectional appearance as well, that was on the mind of uh, Coach Reader, and mm-hmm. uh, he was talking about how much that he – you tell every time that I talk to him uh, that he cares about his players, and that was one of the first things that I brought up was all the players that – the talented players that he's had before in two previous trips to the super sectionals that have come up short there, and uh, the, this was a different feeling uh, tonight or last night uh, there, and so uh, his former players were definitely uh, on his mind last night for sure in uh, picking up the uh, – win and it was uh, pretty emotional talking about the dub last night so uh, T-Town advances to the state tournament for the first time since uh, Coach Crawford in a 2007 they were 32 and 3 that year and they finished in a third place that year they went to the state tournament and they ended up losing to a Moroa Forsyth uh, but then obviously uh, picking up uh, the uh, dub later on in the third place game and uh, you know uh, like I said the 0-7 mark is over you can pitch that out the window yep coach Fahrenbacher had some really great squads in particular that year where they went to four straight super sectional appearances they had a 29 and 3 record twice 28 and 4 uh record uh actually uh, coach Hansen uh, got to a super sectional as well after coach Fahrenbacher and uh coach Reader's been here twice before uh but then finally getting over the uh, hurdle climbing the mountain as uh, they advance back to uh, the tournament and uh, that is no um, small task uh, mm-hmm. there. I know it weighed a lot on uh, the community there and uh, Coach Reader hearing about it uh, every coming into every season basically. Uh, but uh, now it's over as uh, they're going to the state tournament. The only problem is you hope you still have some emotion left for Thursday. Sure. Did you use up everything to get here? Yeah. You know, I think there's, was, an, uh, I think there's the enough mountain. time. I think there's enough time in between now and Thursday that they'll regroup. I, I hope so, because I think that they can do special things up in Champaign. Mm-hmm. My problem is, you know, everyone, as you said, the community, the team, everyone knew this was the mountain to climb. 
Yep. All right. Well, you've climbed it now. Are you at the top or is there another mountain behind it that's even bigger? Right. So I and, and you know, is that too much of a daunting task? I don't know. We'll find out uh, come Thursday. And this is also the uh, seventh time that Topolis has qualified uh, for the uh, uh, state tournament and uh, going back to uh, Champaign. And uh, now their game will be on a Thursday at 2.30. They're at the uh, State Farm Center. And uh, they'll be taking on uh, Chicago DePaul Prep as uh, they got the four-point win uh, last night in uh, their super sectional uh, contest. So it's Topolis against uh, DePaul College Prep. Coming up on a Thursday at 2.30. Yep, and we wish Top Plus nothing but the best. Definitely. Yeah, good luck to uh, the uh, shoes up there uh, for sure. And like Eric was mentioning about the uh, podcast, uh, they uh, after the uh, super sectional games, the IHSA talks to uh, the uh, coaches of the Final Four teams, and uh, they've already been on the uh, conference call this mm-hmm. morning. So we have uh, some audio uh, from that uh, forum uh, coach reader talking about uh, the uh, uh, run to uh, the uh, Final Four. Uh, so definitely uh, stay tuned in the uh, podcast for that uh, yep. audio for um, Coach Reader uh, there from the conference call hot this off morning. The presses. Yep, hot off the presses. As I knew that was uh, conference call. Was going to be happening but hey they're already on it bright and early on it done and dusted done and dusted done and edited for you and or just right until release it in the uh, podcast uh there and we also also have some uh, other audio as well as tuscola in the game before that in uh, carbondale they took down a mounds meridian and uh, they won a 74 to a 53 so congratulations to these shoes and congratulations to uh, the warriors Mm-hmm. After that epic four overtime game on a Friday, they get it done in the uh, super sectional and uh, they defeat Mounds Meridian and uh, they make their first appearance in the state tournament in this format. They did get to the state fi- uh, state tournament back in 1989, but that was obviously with a two class system mm-hmm. and eight teams qualifying for the uh, state tournament uh, there. So first time in uh, this final four format. And coach talks about discussing that with his kids about 1989. Uh, in some of the audio we have and just mm-hmm. explain to them the two class system, explain to them how different it was. Yeah. Um, so also, hard. He also talks about something I didn't even think of. And that is what is a coach mentality when you go from some of these smaller gyms yep. to playing at SIU? Yep. An and arena. He, he talked about what was so important for his kids last night is the very first possession. They forced a steal, got an easy transition layup. And he's like, at that point, everything was good. Because yeah. we had confidence then, and they got a lot of layups last night. Uh, he said that really kind of made it made it easy for him. And that's what they want to play, Travis. You know this from seeing them. And you know the other thing, I didn't even know this that they have one senior that's starting. They got a lot of seniors who are injured. Yep. They got one senior starting. The one the person who's kind of directing the call, you know, was kind of talking about the Cubs in 2015 when they made it to the NLCS, and this was kind of a, a bonus year. And so they asked the coach, is this kind of your bonus year? And he said, yeah, like this right, is our yeah, bonus year. Very, yeah. We're going to be better next year now that we've had this experience. 
To me, sure. that is very dangerous for the rest of the CIC and yeah. the uh, South Central Illinois. Yeah, definitely, uh, for sure is. I didn't even realize that until the other night that yeah. uh, they were that young. Um, and also, you're talking about the confidence early on. Well, they jumped out to the 15-2 to yeah. lead, and that gives you a comfortable, uh, particularly in uh, those uh, huge surroundings. They yeah. led 17-5 to after the first quarter, 34-18 to at the half. And also what makes this Tuscola team uh, great is that uh, last night, Parker James, he's kind of quiet in the game on mm-hmm. uh, Friday. I do remember making a lot of threes with the rest of the uh, squad in the first matchup with Altamont, but he's fairly quiet on Friday night. He led the team in scoring last night with 25 yep. in the game uh, last night. And uh, Sweetnam, he had 14. Uh, Quinn had 12. And Boyd had 11. So four players in double figures yep. there. But James, quiet the other night. Not so quiet last night. And uh, Quinn, you know, he had a huge game on his birthday on Friday. Mm-hmm. And he only had 12 points. So uh, this goes to show you that uh, Tuscola is a good team, man. That on any given night, it could be anybody. And the, to me, Travis, I think the important thing to remember about this is that Tuscola hosted a regional. Mm-hmm. Since then, this game in Champaign is the closest they've been to home since that regional. Yeah. They had to come down to Altamont, which is about an hour and a half or so. Then having to go all the way down to Carbondale. This game in Champaign is the closest that they've been, and they're probably the closest team out of the four, you know, in Class 1A Yeah, from the Champaign area. Yeah, that's very true. So hopefully there's a good turnout uh, from the crowd there. Definitely. I know there was a good crowd uh, last night uh, for him uh, there yep. seeing yep. Uh, pictures. And, uh, again, congratulations to uh, the Warriors uh, for getting there. And uh, they're going to go on a Thursday there at 11.45 as uh, they'll be up against a Scales Mound as they defeated Chicago Marshall last night in the uh, Super Sectionals. Very quickly about Scales Mound, and, and you can hear this more from Coach himself in the audio. Travis, the town. 71 people at the school. That's it. It's a small school. And he said, it kind of feels bad knowing that we're going up against the Cinderella and what it means (laughs) for that community. And he's like, but we're not playing into that narrative. It's a great story, but it's not what's going to happen. That's not, you know what I mean? Which (laughs) has to be a little bit of an added pressure now that, you know, it could mean a whole lot for that school of 71 people to to win a state title. And, uh, you know, Tuscola can't play into that so um, also in that audio which we'll play uh, in the podcast you'll hear coach talk about the uh, sectional championship game against Altamont and kind of the emotions he felt and how he compared the atmosphere to something else he's been to but I'll leave it in the pot. Yeah, leave it it's for great. the people. Travis will love it. <laughs> yes. All right. So I'll look forward to two of that, hearing that from uh, Coach Bozarth in the uh, yep. uh, podcast uh, there. And I should mention that in the uh, Final Four, of course, in the uh, new uh, format, if uh, Tuscola would win, they would advance to the state championship on Saturday. But then if they uh, fall, they would be uh, competing there on the same day on a Thursday at uh, 7 o'clock in Teutopolis. If uh, they win, they'll advance to uh, Saturday at 12.45. But then if they uh, fall in that one, they'll play on Thursday at 8.45. Uh, they're in a Champagne on Thursday. So uh, just uh, something new that they, they've done. I think this yep. was the fir- last year was the, the first uh, new 
thing that they were doing. So uh, that was Topless and Tuscola advancing. And we got audio coming up for you in the podcast from Coach Reader and Coach Bozarth. So uh, stick around for that. But right now we got to step away and all conference teams for the NTC and the Apollo coming up here on the starting lineup. We'll be right back to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law known as the PACT Act provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. Your home is an investment for the long term, and your home's foundation is the key to protecting that investment. For foundation problems like wall cracks and uneven floors, or issues with a wet basement or crawl space, contact all things basementy experts, Woods Basement Systems. Call Woods at 800-388-9326. That's 800-388-9326. Foundation problems don't get better with time, they get better with us. And all things basementy experts. Go to woodsbasementsystems.com today. That's woodsbasementsystems.com. Hi, it's Steve Mann. Have you heard the commercials for the Mark Patrick Stop Smoking Seminars? And they said only $49.99 and it could work for you. So I thought, that's not even a week's worth of smoking. So I went. And guess what? It did work for me. You know, my friends and family are still amazed. I quit smoking. I didn't have cravings, anxiety, or weight gain. Listen, I don't know how it works, but I know it works because I'm living proof and it's 100% guaranteed. So what do you got to lose? I'll tell you what you got to lose. A very bad habit. Join Mark Patrick Seminars and stop smoking now without cravings, irritability, weight gain, or your money back. Only $49.99 guaranteed. Hypnosis designed to work without anxiety, irritability, or weight gain for only $49.99 become a non-smoker. That's right. Seminar Monday, March 20th, the Holiday Inn in Effingham. Stop Smoking Seminar, 8 p.m. Weight Loss Seminar, 5.30 p.m. Sign up at markpatrickseminars.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone, America's number one brakes destination. We have the pads, rotors, drums, shoes, and brake fluids to improve your stopping power. Right now, save 15% when you get any two Duralast rotors with a set of Duralast brake pads. Missing a tool? Ask about our free loan a tool program and borrow the tools you need to get the job done. Get in zone, Claim based on data from the MPD Group 2021. Deposit required for a loan a tool. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. You're driving along and some nimrod cuts you off. You hit the horn. Jeez, <laughs> it sounds like a goose in distress. Time to head over to eBay Motors. They have horns for every make and model, not to mention horn pads, steering wheels, wiring, and more. 122 million parts. You can even go for an upgrade. That <laughs> looks like Mr. Cutoff Man needs a new seat cover. <laughs> Try eBay Motors, pal. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Individual rates, coverage, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions not available in all areas. If you're a small business owner, listen up. Pi Insurance wants to give you one of those aha moments, the kind that could save you money. Workers' comp is probably one of the biggest costs you face. But did you know that insurance providers have flexibility in setting their prices? That's right. But many don't bother giving small businesses the savings you deserve. Instead, you can get lumped in with other businesses and overcharged. Pi Insurance 
Insurance was created to change that. With Pi, you get a quote tailored specifically to your business, and you could save up to 30% with no hassle and no hidden fees. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate. So your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. Take three minutes to see how much you could save with Pi Insurance. Ask your agent for Pi or get a quote at IWantPi.com. That's IWantPie.com. And now. They play tonight. Tonight against Michigan. If you're listening Wednesday. The starting lineup. It's not going to happen. I mean, Michigan's overrated, but. Traff's mm-hmm. going to be so let down tonight. I'll report about it on Saturday. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the starting lineup here on 98.9, the game, ESPN Radio. Talked a lot about Tatopoulos and Tuscola advancing to the state tournament last night, but also some junior high volleyball action from last night in seventh grade. We had some sectional championships, so people advanced to state. We had Sigal St. Michael defeat Martinsville in the Sigal St. Michael sectional championships in three sets, it looks like, 25-14. Lost the second set 25-13, but came back and won the third and final set 25-19. The St. Anthony uh, sectional championship in Class 2A, Stu Straws won over Oblong 25-15 and 25-18. And in Class 3A, the KZ sectional championship, it was Tatopoulos winning over Pena in two sets 25-19 and 25-18. So, Tatopoulos going uh, sectional championship in uh, junior high volleyball and... In boys basketball, yeah. super sectional champs. So. Absolutely. Good night there for the shoes all around. Very much so. Uh, games going on tonight in junior high volleyball in Class 1A. We got the Martinsville Regional Championship between Martinsville and Yoga. Single St. Michael Regional Semifinals. Single St. Michael against Newton St. Thomas. West Salem against uh, Grayville in Class 2A. We got the uh, Hudsonville Regional continuing with Oblong St. Anthony. Uh, Edwards County against Dietrich. Hudsonville against North Clay. Uh, St. Elmo Regional. St. Elmo against Cowden Herrick. Central A&M against Rain. South Central squaring off against Altamont and 3A. Arthur versus Marshall. Shelbyville versus Pena in the uh, Sullivan Regional Semis. Casey Regional Semis. It's Tatopoulos against Cumberland and Newton against Casey. And in 4A in the Mount Zion Regional Semis, it's Taylorville versus Clinton and Rochester versus Effingham there in those junior high volleyball games tonight all right uh, let's uh, switch things uh, to uh, all conference teams and uh, let's take a look at the all uh, conference team uh, for boys basketball for uh, the uh, ntsc as we already had the girls released well altamont fell on a friday night so uh, they released uh, the all conference team on a monday and uh, the uh, first team all honors went to Austin Wittenberg from Wichita Straws, the senior. Avery Arhouse, the senior from Altamont. Aiden Dotson, the senior from South Central. Mason Robinson, also uh, from Altamont, a, a senior. And uh, the sophomore Brock Fearday from uh, St. Anthony on the first team. And the MVP on the first team is, no surprise, senior Logan Feliner. 
there from uh, North Clay. So mm-hmm. uh, first team uh, there for the National Trail Conference. The uh, second team, uh, the senior Quentin Richards from Nioga. We also had uh, senior Adam Atwood from uh, St. Elmo Brownstown and Caleb Gephardt. The uh, junior from Dietrich, Alex Booz uh, from uh, North Clay. Uh, the senior, senior Eric Coleman for Altamont. And uh, the uh, sophomore, Ryan Schmidt for uh, St. Anthony, uh, makes it into uh, the uh, second team there. And only two honorable mentions this year. It's uh, Lucas Wessendorf, the uh, sophomore from uh, Dietrich, and uh, the uh, senior, Jared Palsley uh, from St. Elmo, getting honorable mentions there for the all-conference team in the NTC this year. Congratulations to all of them. Yeah, congratulations. And uh, we know how a grind it is in the NTC, so well-deserved honors there. And we also had the NTC All-Star uh, selections for the NTC LPC All-Star game uh, coming up. And uh, these are uh, all seniors from uh, the uh, NTC team. Uh, Logan Fleener from North Clay. You also had Alex Booza from the Cardinals as well. Uh, Jared Palsley and uh, Caleb Campbell from uh, St. Elmo. Of course, the two Wittenbergs, Austin and Jordan from Windsor Stu Straws, and Carter Cheney from Windsor Stu Straws, Quinn Richards, and Brady Reynolds, uh, both from uh, Neoga there. Ethan Watwood uh, from uh, South Central. We also had Griffin Sehi uh, from uh, St. Anthony. And we have uh, four representations from Altamont, Mason Robinson, Avery Yarhouse, Eric Coleman, and uh, Logan Cornette making the all-star team this year for the NTC. And uh, this game will happen on a Sunday, March 26th at 6 o'clock there in Cumberland for the 30th annual Central Illinois all-star basketball game versus Lincoln Prairie. So uh, 30th annual. It's pretty cool. Absolutely. So... Uh, we'll look forward to uh, that. And also uh, the uh, Apollo Conference teams were uh, named and released as well as Lincoln. Of course, uh, the uh, girls team competing mm-hmm. up in a state. So they announced the all-conference uh, team there for Apollo as FEM has a couple of players on the second team. But the uh, first team, of course, Chloe Froby there from uh, Lincoln, yep. the uh, junior. A lot of junior representation here as Denver Anderson, the junior from Mount Zion. Uh, Savannah Orgeron from Muhammad Seymour. She's the lone senior on the first team. We also got Addison Tarr. She's a sophomore from uh, Taylorville. And uh, Jenna Bowman from Lincoln, the uh, junior as well, making the uh, first team squad there in the Apollo. And uh, the uh, second team with uh, two players from uh, FEM, Madison Mapes, the uh, senior, and also fellow senior Ella Niebergi for the Hearts as well, representing uh, Lily Gear from Mattoon, Durbin uh, Thomas, the senior from Muhammad, and uh, Jocelyn Turner, the uh, sophomore for Mount Zion, round out the uh, second team list in the All-Apollo. And they don't have any honorable mentions. Hmm. Um, also on the other side in the uh, boys' uh, basketball All-Apollo team, uh, the first team, uh, Lincoln Custer, the sophomore from Mount Zion, uh, Peyton Cook from Lincoln, the senior, also uh, from Mount Zion, uh, Graham McAtee, uh, the uh, junior, Caleb Oakley, uh, the senior for Charleston, and uh, the senior from FEM, uh, Garrett Wolf 
making the uh, first team all Apollo. The second team, uh, Wyatt Obama from uh, Muhammad, the senior. Uh, William Applegate, uh, the senior from Charleston. Uh, Carson Cuddy, senior from Mount Zion. Jacob Biven, uh, the senior for Lincoln. And Christian Larson, the senior for Mattoon, getting the second team all Apollo honors this year. So, uh, congrats to all of them. Absolutely, congrats to all of them. And now, Travis, we turn to baseball, right? A week a week away from a our first uh, baseball game. Well, practice probably felt a little bit... Uh, Chill. Well, yesterday it felt a lot better than it does today. And uh, some teams are starting baseball. It's topless, not quite yet. Uh, they're still holding off uh, on that. So, uh, most teams are starting uh, baseball and yes it will be uh, here before you know it, the start of the season uh, for sure so yeah now we turn the page to uh, baseball and a uh, softball of course this season so looking out uh, for uh, that and uh, look out for more to come on the upcoming baseball seasons uh, here on the show but uh, let's step away right now and uh, let's talk some NFL uh, coming up. We got a lot of NFL news and uh, notes to uh, hit up on. A lot of quarterback news, some franchise tag news, and we'll cover it all coming up next here on the Starting Lineup. The Starting Lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires, taking lives and destroying all that a family owns. These tragedies remind us to double check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. Rural King shoppers, be on the lookout for unbeatable deals springing up everywhere. Like our Rudy special on packets of Livingston garden seeds up to three ounces, just 10 for 10 bucks. And fire up your taste, grill pellets are back. Hickory, cherry, apple, your choice of smoky flavors, only $11.99 a bag. Plus all varieties of Black Point Bay coffee pot, just $17.99 a box. Look for these deals and more throughout the store. And thanks for shopping at Rural King. There are only three northern white rhinos left in the world. But together, we can turn things around. Your support to the San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy helps support groundbreaking solutions. Join us now at endextinction.org. Will they find a home? Sponsored by Geico. Sarah wants a yard. My own little paradise. Brad, however, hates yard work. The only thing I hate more than cutting the grass is paying someone to cut the grass. Compromise is tough, but these two won't have to compromise when they bundle home and car insurance with Geico. It's easy, and they could save even more. In the end, Sarah and Brad found a great home with a yard. A very, very small yard. Time to get it done. And I'm done. Bundling without compromise at Geico.com. Lowe's always has more ways for you to save. On top of our everyday low prices, pros can save big when buying in bulk. Or if your purchase is over $1,500, ask about our volume savings program. A pro associate can provide a customized quote. Ask about our volume savings programs today. It always pays to be a pro at Lowe's. While supplies last, minimum purchase required. Selection varies by location. Lowe's reserves the right to limit quantities. Volume discount pricing quotes are valid up to seven days. Visit your local pro desk to learn more and start saving. Offers subject to change may not be available in all Lowe's stores. And now... But I think that it would be just funny if Ohio State, after Dabo ranked them number 11, they come in and whoop some Clemson Tiger butt and 
the last image of Trevor Lawrence is him crying his eyes out, losing in a semifinals, knowing that he's going to Jacksonville and to NFL purgatory. The starting lineup. So what we found out on this episode of the podcast, by the way, is that Travis is very vengeful and hurtful to others. Absolutely. On 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry, Sports Center Update. The Blues wrap up a three-game road trip when they visit the Arizona Coyotes at Mullet Arena tonight. The Blues are coming off a 4-2 loss to the Los Angeles Kings on Saturday. Feet with St. Louis' seventh in its last eight games. The Blues are sixth place in the Central Division. Tonight's game starts at 8 p.m. The Cardinals scored six second-inning runs and route to a 7-1 win over the Astros in spring training yesterday. Dylan Carlson had a home run with two RBIs in the victory, and Juan Yepes also drove in two runs as well. Jack Flaherty earned the win after giving up one run in three innings, and Travis's favorite Steven Matz tossed three hitless innings of relief. Cardinals improved to 6-3 in exhibition play. They go up against the Tigers later today. Alex Delac stopped all 35 shots that he faced to lead the Blackhawks to a 5-0 win against the Ottawa Senators at the United Center. Chicago still last in the Central Division with 49 points and a 22-36-5 record. They visit the Red Wings tomorrow night. The Bulls are gearing up for a short two-game road trip that begins tomorrow against the Nuggets. The Bulls are on a two-game losing streak following a 125-122 loss to the Pacers on Sunday. Chicago is in 11th place in the Eastern Conference at 29-36. The Cubs are in a 6-2 win over the Seattle Mariners in spring training yesterday. Eric Hosmer and Christopher Morell both had an RBI in the victory. Chicago is now 7-4 in exhibition play. Go up against the Rangers today. And the White Sox will take on the Brewers in spring training today as well. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. Travis Parks here, Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center hits. And uh, coming up here right now, let's talk some NFL news and uh, notes uh, from uh, yesterday. Now we hit up a little bit on it, but I know we wanted to explore it a little bit more uh, today. That uh, now we know a little bit more of the details from uh, Derek Carr, as uh, Derek Carr is uh, going to be uh, signing with the uh, Saints, and he's going to be agreeing to a four-year contract. Uh, financial terms were not disclosed, but some uh, sources to ESPN said that Carr had agreed to a deal that could potentially be worth up to 150 million and uh, up to 100 million dollars in uh, guarantees mm-hmm. for Mr. Carr. Uh, Carr would receive sixty uh, million guaranteed at signing, and another ten million once he starts year three of the deal. The sources say, uh, therefore, Mr. Carr, which takes I think New Orleans off the needing a quarterback. Um, Definitely does for board. sure. I would also, after this morning, Travis, I would take Seattle off of that board as they have re-signed Geno Smith to a three-year, $105 yeah. million dollar deal. Yeah, how great was, how great was that? The, the Geno signs a $100 million deal uh, with the Seattle. It's been said over and over, but uh, that great quote that he had, everyone wrote him off, but yep. he didn't write back, Yep. and now he signs a $100 million deal with Seattle. Yep. So to me, Travis, that's a more interesting one because Seattle has two first-round picks. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they're going to be using them, A, to trade up if you're Chicago, or be on a quarterback. No. So this, I think, severely weakens the Bears' trade market if they're wanting to trade that first overall pick. Because that's two teams that possibly could have traded up to get a quarterback that are now no longer looking to trade for a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it 
definitely doesn't help. Because here's here's the problem. You have teams betting against themselves now. Like, who are mm. the teams that are going to be moving up? Houston, I don't think, will move up unless they see that the Bears are going to trade out of the one slot. Mm-hmm. I can see Indy moving up to get to one. Indy, uh... But other than that... I did hear some talks about the Panthers, possibly. Moving up all the way to one? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, they well, need a quarterback. Quite a jump, but... Now, see, I can see them moving to four if Indy moves to one. Mm-hmm. But I just I, I think that the Bears market right now has just kind of gotten weak for what they're wanting yeah. to get. Because Houston's not going to trade unless they feel the Bears are going to trade first. Hmm. So if you're Chicago, you're not going to get anything out of that. Yeah. Because I, I now maybe I'm wrong. And I've been wrong before, and I'll always say I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Maybe Houston does try up to one to guarantee that they're going to get the guy they want. Yeah. But if I know Chicago's not picking a quarterback with the one pick, mm-hmm. and there's not enough traction going on to for anyone to say that the Bears are going to trade out, that they're not getting what they want. Yeah. If I'm Houston, I'm not going to get desperate and trade up for that one slot because whoever I want is still going to be there. Right, exactly. Yeah, they're just trading up one spot. Right. So you wouldn't think that from a Bears perspective that they would get very much in return. Not from Houston. Yeah. Now, if they're dangling Indy, then I'm a little concerned if I'm Houston. Then maybe I try to get in there and get that. Right. But until that point, I'm fine at two right now. Yeah. So everyone thinking that the Bears were in the catbird seat and they had all the momentum and they had everything going, I don't know if they do anymore. Because so much other things have happened where there's other teams. Now, I still say that possibly Atlanta could be looking at a quarterback. Like you said, Carolina. Mm-hmm. Could be looking at a quarterback. And let's talk about the other elephant in the room, Travis. I saw you had the page pulled up. Mr. Rogers. Yes. And his neighborhood. Maybe switching neighborhoods. Yes. And, again, I don't know what's going on with him. He's not talking to uh, Pat McAfee, but nope. he's talking to other podcasts and yep. other people uh, saying that a decision could be as soon. And uh, some saying are that he's going to be in talks with the Jets or yes. he's wanting a meeting. He's got uh, permission to speak with the Jets. And okay. he has already been talking to them. And the Jets and the Packers have been talking. Hmm. Now, as we said with Aaron Rodgers, it's going to be a trade. Yep. You, you know, you're, you're going to trade for him. Mm-hmm. The Jets have a 13th overall pick, I believe, in this year's draft. You have to assume that's going. Yeah. And, you know, Definitely. That, that that's the starting point mm-hmm. if I'm Green Bay. But to me, Travis, what I find interesting is can the Packers find a way to take that pick from the Jets and their own first-round pick and get into the top ten and get a quarterback? Because I still don't feel they're sold on Jordan Love. Yeah. I don't feel they think he's the guy. No. I think they're just tired of the Aaron Rodgers show. And that's all it is. Exactly. But I don't think they think Jordan Love is the guy. Yeah. Well, and you haven't had much of a sample size to really make that decision. But he hasn't blown anyone away in the games you've seen. No. I, I just don't feel he's the guy. And it depends on how long Green Bay, do they think their window is still open, even without Aaron Rodgers and the rest of the talent they have on that team? Or is it complete rebuild? 
Is it a complete right. teardown and complete rebuild? Because if it's a complete rebuild, then you'll rebuild around Jordan Love and see it, what it takes. Right. But if you feel yeah. the rest of the team is close. Yeah, I guess what the close to uh, what uh, contending for a Super Bowl or mm-hmm. contending for the uh, division. You know, if you're the Packers, you probably feel like you're even though the Vikings have kind of been, you know, obviously yeah. one of this year. But, um, you know, they probably if you're sitting in Green Bay's perspective, the all in all high, high and mighty that they probably don't fear anyone. Uh, there, which they probably should, with uh, the Bears, with all the cap room that they yep. have, and uh, Justin Fields and everything, and the Lions just beat them in their last right. game there. Right. So, I mean, yeah, you almost have to do, have to look at it, and, and everyone's kind of on the come up, and then you get rid of Aaron Rodgers, and you're MVP, on the down. You're on the down, no matter you're on what, the down, unless you're getting Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Which I haven't heard anything about that. Yeah, neither have I. I just want to get in a scenario, Travis, and I, I love this scenario. And I, I, where Green Bay trades with the Jets, they get the Jets' first round pick. They get a first round pick for next year from the Jets. They get a first round pick for the year after from the Jets. Because I think I think three ones isn't out of the realm of possibility for Aaron Rodgers. Hmm. Yeah. And then I'd love for them to turn that around and try and get the number one pick from Chicago. <laughs> Ooh, I don't think uh, if they were offering the, Bears the 13th would, uh, this year, would listen to that. The one from the Jets next year, because the Jets, even with Aaron Rodgers, I don't think are going to be that good. I think so. You think, I think they, that would be good? You think they would? Yeah, I think they got a okay, good. Okay, then maybe I get Green Bay's core. one. If Green Bay's offering their one next year and their one the year after that, hmm. are you listening? I guess it depends on what else yeah. is happening. What are you getting from Indy? Right. To me, yeah. Indy's Where the one that kind of holds else. the cards. If the Bears feel they're getting short change from Indy, they'll listen to anyone. Yeah, maybe, except for Green Bay. I, Travis, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I want to see that play out. I uh, want it to be floated. I yeah. want there to be the possibility of the um, Bears trading the number one pick to Green Bay. Ah, uh, man. That's just... I don't think that there's any way that would happen. It would be a moment we would look back in history mm-hmm. and go, can you believe this? Yeah. The Someone's Bears gave be on their the right division rival. I know. Yeah. I don't the quarterback think to that. build around. Or the Bears really smoke. messed up the Packers by taking their three first-rounders, and the Packers got nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I would personally do that uh, myself. Uh, if things go the wrong way, find myself out of a job there and never welcome in the city of Chicago uh, ever again. Um, and then you also floated out uh, Lamar Jackson there. It, it looks like in the Ravens are yeah. going to wait till the very last possible second to, uh, or right until the uh, deadline to try yeah. to get a, a long term deal done. Or they could do uh, the non-exclusive uh, franchise tag or uh, whatnot, but they're gonna go down right down to the deadline uh, to see if they can get a long-term deal done or a franchise tag. As we said at the end of last season, Travis, he's done. He does not want to play in Baltimore. Right. Like I, they can I mean, unless off- he gets paid. They can offer him the tag. That doesn't mean he has to sign it. We've seen that in the past where mm-hmm. players don't sign the franchise tag. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's get paid. That's all he wants. But it's only for a year. You're just kicking the can down well, the I mean, road. I know. No, I mean, I, he wants a long-term I know he does. deal for getting paid. So. But I don't think Baltimore is willing to give him a long-term deal. Mm. I don't think Baltimore wants him. I think they've gotten to the point to where they realize they cannot win a Super Bowl with Lamar Jackson. Hmm. Well, then good luck trying to win a Super Bowl with Tyler Huntley. People are so high on him, but I don't think he's uh, – he's definitely not a step above Lamar Jackson. So, But I think he fits their offense better than Lamar does. Hmm. Lamar Jackson, when we, and I know the problem is when he's healthy. Yes. But when, when he's healthy – he runs offense better than anyone can with uh, the way that they have been with the rushing the football. They're one of the top teams in rushing the football when he's in there, when he's healthy. Mm-hmm. So, But that has been the big question. That is, yeah. And no we, we, we talked about it on this show about if you're Lamar Jackson, do you want to keep playing that style of football? What is your longevity Yeah, playing that style of football? I think he's just going to go with what works for him and just roll the dice with uh, getting hurt or not. Well, but I guess we'll see. He gets hurt again. His uh, value just, just keeps well, yeah, shrinking. I think that's mm. one of the reasons why he wants a long-term deal uh, done. That's why the Ravens won't pay him. Money. Yeah, I know. So He needs to find a team that's desperate. Desperate. That's the question. Who is desperate? Houston. As Indy? Well. Yeah, Indy. I've said that for a while. I know you have. For Indy. I know you have. So, do it. Go no. get them. You, you can't. If you are Baltimore, <laughs> you cannot trade with the Colts. Uh, yeah. They have left town. You cannot <laughs> not, trade with them. Yeah, not after all that. But no. maybe so much time has passed. No, uh-uh. no not to even... the people of Baltimore, Travis. They still remember. <laughs> and no one even remembers that. Leaving in the middle of the night. They did. They left in the middle of the night. It was an Ursa who did it, too. Like, mm. Yeah, maybe they won't remember that. So, <laughs> shh, shh. That was history a long time ago. I, I think it'll be interesting to see kind of where the quarterback carousel goes. Mm-hmm. You know, is to me, the, the big pieces still are Lamar, what happens with him, and Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. And also, there's a certain someone that used to work at ESPN. He hasn't been relevant since working at ESPN. Sorry, Rich Eisen, I took a shot at you there, but uh, he was saying that uh, don't sleep on Tom Brady in Miami. I saw that. <laughs> no, he's done. He's done. Uh, gosh. He's done. And the one guy who's not getting any love at all, and I still can't understand, Jimmy G. Jimmy G's still out there. Mm-hmm. He's never not been to a conference championship when he's been a starting quarterback. Yeah, I did hear something kicked around on ESPN of the Raiders, possibly. I mean, that and would make the looking, most sense to me. And now without Cara, they're looking for that someone new. That makes the most sense to me. So They just tagged Josh Jacobs, too. Yeah, so... so. There you go, but the franchise tag at deadline at uh, 3 o'clock, and we'll see uh, what happens with the rest of the uh, quarterback carousel uh, there. All right, so we don't have a lot more time left here on the Trust Show Radio, so uh, let's close out talking about the NBA coming up. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. 
With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Alex Walk. If you are buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows that you mean business and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with construction loan customized just for you. Ask around and talk with your friends and you'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Totopolis State Bank and Totopolis Sigel in Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. Dell Technologies President's Day event is here with deals to power all your passions. The savings start now on select, sleek, XPS laptops and more powered by 12th Gen Intel Core processors. Don't forget special pricing on the latest monitors, docks, and accessories, plus free shipping on everything and monthly payment options with Dell Preferred Account. Just call 877-ASK-DELL for these limited-time President's Day deals. That's 877-ASK-DELL. 877-ASK-DELL. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Boise area attorneys, a partner men can count on. 101 South Capitol Boulevard, Suite 500, Boise, Idaho, 83702. Online at CordellCordell.com. And now, now here's the thing. I was just looking at ESPN. They have their team stats, and I almost choked on the water I hadn't drank yet because it says for the Saints, they've given up nine points per game. That's it. The starting lineup. That is not right. It's just the playoffs. No. It's, it's cumulative of the season, I believe. Well, maybe not. It's just the playoffs. No, because they give up. Okay. It is. You're right. Okay, never mind. Don't listen to me. I'll be sitting over here being quiet. On 98.9 The Game. To the uh, starting lineup at 98.9. We're only here on 98.9 for say a little bit longer. Let's close it out. Uh, talking a little NBA. See if we can get to other uh, national sports as well. Last night in the NBA, the Cavs they won uh, by four over the uh, Celtics. Hey, this is what happens when trash talk goes wrong. As uh, not so much, he didn't make those free throws there at the uh, very end, like you said there, Boston. But uh, the Cavs won in OT. Boston's now lost three straight. Of course, this one was without Jason Tatum as he uh, did not play. And also a few other players were out as well. But Cavs and Donovan Mitchell goes off for 40. They win 118 to 114. And OT is a comeback in India for Philadelphia as Joel Embiid went for 42 as needed every bit of those points as they won by four over the Pacers 147 143. 
Yeah, the uh, Trailblazers win over the uh, Pistons, 110-104. Dame Lillard goes for a, a triple-dub, 31 points, 13 rebounds, 12 assists. Uh, the Heat, 130-128 over the uh, Hawks. We also had the uh, Nuggets, 118 over the Raptors, 113. Uh, Jokic, one assist away from a, a triple-double, 17 points, 13 rebounds, 9 assists. And the Kings, uh, they beat the Pelicans, 123-108 last night. And speaking of triple-doubles, I saw this on ESPN yesterday, but uh, they actually, uh, the NBA uh, rescinded a triple-double from Giannis. Yes. As took they took it back as uh, that uh, rebound uh, that he had was thrown off the backboard, I guess, at the very end just to get him uh, an extra rebound. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> at least get those rebounds legit. Legitly, he threw it off the backboard to himself. So uh, they record, initially recorded it as a triple-double as his 10th rebound, uh, but the NBA later rescinded that. Try and make it look convincing. Uh, there. <laughs> so... I thought that was funny that they uh, took away a triple double yeah, from Giannis. Yeah, I remember Giannis. the last time someone took away a rebound. <laughs> yeah, the NBA must have a, a vendetta against Giannis or something. Absolutely. Uh, conspiracy. Uh, speaking of uh, Giannis and the uh, Bucks there in Orlando to take on the Magic tonight. Uh, Wizards against the Pistons, Hornets, Knicks, 76ers, T-Wolves. Nets, Rockets, uh, Warriors, Thunder, uh, Jazz, Mavs, and uh, Grizzlies, and uh, Lakers. And uh, the game's on TNT tonight, 76ers and uh, Timberwolves, and uh, Grizzlies and uh, Lakers. So the Grizzlies without John Morant still probably. Yes. And uh, the Lakers without LeBron, of course. So TNT really really getting the short end of the stick on that one. They're digging it. Hmm. Yeah, so we'll we'll see. Lakers thirty-one and a thirty-four. See if they can get a win tonight. Let's take a look at uh, what happened in hockey quickly uh, last night, as it was Edmonton getting the win over the Sabers, a three, a two, a two. So uh, now a new a career high uh, for Connor McDavid, and he has another two-goal game, two goals last night, and. Also uh, leads the uh, league in uh, goals this season as well. So Connor McDavid just does it again. Another night of the office uh, for Connor McJesus there last night. Uh, the Sharks, uh, they won an OT over the Jets, 3-2. to two. Flames, 5-4 to four over the uh, Stars. Blackhawks get the uh, shutout win, a 5-2-0 over the uh, Senators. Seth Jones, the defenseman there. It's a couple of goals, both in the second period, to lead Chicago to the W. Kings, they dropped the Capitals 4-2. to two. As the Capitals, I think they are on a mini losing streak there. And the uh, Canucks went in a shootout over the Preds 4-3. to three. Game's going on uh, tonight. The Blues are uh, back in action uh, this evening, I believe. As, uh, they are in Arizona there at Mullet Arena. Also, uh, the uh, Knights against the uh, Panthers. Hurricanes in action against Montreal. Good matchup with the Maple Leafs and the Devils tonight. Blue Jackets, Penguins. Flyers, Lightning. uh, Sabres, Islanders. Flames, Wild. uh, Sharks, Avalanche. Ducks against the Kraken. Late night on ESPN Plus and Hulu. 
there for that one. And I uh, completely forgot about the uh, uh, college basketball from uh, last night that uh, not a lot of the uh, top 25 teams are yeah. in action, but uh, Gonzaga and uh, St. Mary's both uh, got it done last night in the Western uh, West Coast Conference semis. And so uh, we'll take a look at that. And uh, a couple of tickets were punched to the tournament uh, last night as well. So uh, we'll take a look at uh, that uh, coming up in uh, the uh, pod. Plus so much more coming up in a um, Major League Baseball as well coming up in the pod. But coming up next here on ESPN Radio is uh, Fitz and Harry. And also in the uh, pod, that audio from uh, Topless and Tuscola coaches coming at you on the uh, pod. So uh, stick around and enjoy. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to the starting lineup. Welcome in to overtime of the starting lineup. More specifically, Travis Sparks, Eric Fry still here with you. Still got some stuff to clean up from spring training. Yeah, so I got to get you the exclusive audio from Topless Coach Reader and Tuscola Coach Bozarth. They're from the conference call for prepping for the Final Four State Tournament coming up on a Thursday. So we'll have those two. Uh, coming up for you here in uh, just a little bit, as well as cleaning up some college basketball as well. But okay, um, we'll we'll start with our um, you know our, our five seniors. Um, all five of them play. Four of them start. Um, Caleb Blummer is is number three. Um, you know he is a uh, you, you cannot have a bad day around Caleb. Uh, he's always smiling. Um, you know, sometimes he drives me a little crazy because there's there's times that it needs to be serious. But uh, you know, he just doesn't he doesn't take he doesn't take himself too seriously. You know, huh. um, you know he's a he's a huge uh, hunter and fisherman along with really all of our guys. Um, you know, uh, he means so much to us on the defensive end, um, and he you know, like I said, he keeps things light for us. He's been he's been really good for me in that aspect and and his uh his cohort in logan repke number 20 is the exact same thing uh you cannot have a bad day around logan we call we call we call caleb blummy and and we call uh logan repke rope um you know he's uh he's also just a tremendous kid he's always got a smile on his face yeah, always got a smile on his face. He's going to Wren Lake next year, uh, gotcha. junior college, to play baseball. Uh, okay. uh, he's uh, just another guy who's he, he's a tremendous defender for us. Uh, he causes causes chaos on that end of the floor. Um, just a just a you know just a class act. Um, then you have uh, Jane Davey, We call Jimmer. Um, uh, Jimmer is. Uh, uh, I don't think there's a kid that's more compassionate than, than Jimmer. Um, 
you know, he cares more about his, his teammates' success than anybody else. Um, he's, uh, he's one of our captains. Uh, and he has he has stepped up in, in the biggest way this postseason to, to help us continue on this run. Last night he was he was an integral part um, in, uh, in expanding our lead in the third quarter. Um, you know, he's, uh, he does, he plays on both ends of the floor for us. He, he's usually guarding one of the better, better guys on, on the other team. Uh, then, uh, Brendan, Brendan Nieberge is our point guard. Um, our, uh, our, uh, <laughs> our turnaround, you know, we struggled in January, lost five of seven and Brendan always wore, um, he always wore a short sleeve shirt underneath his jersey, and he showed up after we we had just lost to Pinkneyville at Pinkneyville, and we're playing Newton, um, and he shows up and he's wearing a cutoff, you know. And Brendan Brendan is very light skinned; he's a redhead, so you know the sun kind of hates his hates his skin, you know. And and so I, I he caught me off guard right before starting starting the lineup, and I said, "Whoa, sun's out, guns out," and uh, you know, <laughs> Brendan cracked a smile. And we haven't lost since. So, you know, my wife always jokes that Brendan Brendan is not allowed to wear sleeves anymore. Um, uh, so he's, but Brendan has uh, Brendan. So we do a shooting challenge every year, every summer, where the kids have to make a certain amount of shots, and I get them a T-shirt. Brendan's freshman year, he made twenty thousand shots in the summer. Um, and in his four in his four years of four summers of high school basketball, he made um, over 55,000 shots on his own, you know, so he has, uh, he has put in a lot of time and effort and, and you saw that shine last night on the biggest stage at the super sectional, you know, he scored 19 points and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, really shot it well in that arena. Um, and then our big kid, uh, Caleb Seamer, um, he's a, He's a two-year – he's, he's a – sorry, Brendan's a captain as well, and so is Caleb. So Caleb, Brendan, and and, and Jimmer are our three captains. Um, Caleb was IBCA All-State all third team last year. Um, I wouldn't expect anything uh, less. Ex, ex, in fact, I expect more this year. Um, he's, he's, uh, he's one of the best – he's one of the most coachable kids that I've ever had. Um, and, and he, that is why he is so successful. Um, he is, he's a tremendous passer. He's a tremendous scorer and he's a tremendous teammate. You know, he's, he's averaging 13 points a game, nine rebounds and almost four assists, um, you know, playing our center spot. So, uh, he is so good on both ends of the floor. He's the anchor of our defense and, um, he, he also he keeps things light for us. You know, the day after we won our sectional championship, uh, we had practice uh, Saturday afternoon, and it was a gorgeous day out. And I pull up in our parking lot. There's a bass fishing boat connected to Caleb's <laughs> Caleb's truck. You know, he's. Uh, so he celebrated. He's him and the guys were celebrating a sectional championship by going fishing. Um, there you go. That kind of that kind of defines our team. You know how 
they don't take themselves too seriously. So the one of the original settler, settlers of Teotopolis, his name was Anton Nibri. So right now we have eight guys on our varsity roster that are all descendants of Anton Nibri. Uh, <laughs> is that right? Yes. Eight of our – at least eight of our 15 – on our varsity roster are all descendants of, of the original settler of Teotopolis. Yeah. So wow. we have, we, we ended an O for seven streak in the super sectionals. Jeez. There's been a huge, there's been a huge weight on, on our program shoulders. Uh, Cause yeah, that we've been, we were O for seven going into that game in the supers. Uh, oh my goodness. You know, so it was, uh, <laughs> there was a lot of celebration last night. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was a special night for for not only our team but our our community. Um, we had uh, for for a two and a half hour drive, we had incredible fan support last night. And uh, you know, at this point, everybody's playing at a pretty high level, and and our, our kids played last night at a high level. And uh, you know, got got to a point where uh, you know we're we're. Four teams left, and that that's never been done in our school's history. So uh, you know we're 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 blazing a path to 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 a new place that 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 uh, we haven't been. So it's a it's a pretty special time. So we shot Matt. We shot really well last night, um, and you know part of it for us, I think we started the game um, and we got a wide open layup right out of the gates. And I think that just settled everybody in because I, th I think every coach probably thinks about going into a game, but the background's different, um, you know, the, the vision as far as um, a shooter and, and that sort of thing. And I, I really do think like that one layup we got just settled our kids in and, um, you know, we, we shot the ball well. But last night, the, the way that the game was played, um, we got a lot of layups. So your shooting percentage is, is going to look good sure. when you're attacking the basket uh, in transition. Yeah, so we we knew we like we knew kind of in the summer if you watch this play like at different times and, and summer basketball is what it is. Um, yeah. But but we kind you could see it like okay like when our young kids kind of figure this out like they've got a lot of talent um, and, and you knew kind of what was coming back from some of the guys that had experience last year. Um, and uh, you, you could see it. it's just like, how, how soon will we get there? Um, and, and then, you know, did, did we think we would get to, to this point? I, I mean, I got to be honest, probably not. Um, but, uh, you know, they, it, it just seems like one of our goals all year long was we're going to be playing our best basketball at the end of the season. And, uh, you know, there, there were times where, uh, you know, we, we hit adversity and, and our, kid, our kids just kind of stayed committed to that goal. And, uh, you know, here we are. No, you try to explain the two class system to kids and and the the, the difference of uh, you know, um, you know our, our our team that year beat Rennie Clemens um, who who had a, a great career at the Illinois, at the U of I and, and so it's you know that to to these guys those names they've never heard of some of these people but uh, um, you know it's it's it, it's pretty special. It was, and uh, the worst part was for the first three overtimes. It seemed like we got behind by about six points to start every single one of the overtimes, and uh, it was. I mean, I, it, that was a game. If, if uh, you know, one of these days, I'll, I'll go back and watch it in its entirety. But just um, the composure that our kids 
had the the entire four overtimes and uh, you know, the ability to to make. I mean, it, both teams, not just us, but there were some high, high, high level basketball plays just being made um, throughout the course of the game, um, and, and it's just. Uh, you know, it, it, it was exhausting and I didn't even play. Uh, so to, to, to know what the kids were experiencing, I, uh, I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about that forever, but the, the forgetful aspect is that's a straight road game. Yeah, and, and I'm, it was, um, you know, Colin kind of wrote about this, um, or the News Gazette wrote about this, but it, it was the loudest environment of anything that I've ever been a part of. Um, and I actually went down there Tuesday night for the first round when Altamont played their semifinal game. And, and that they came back from 20 in that game, and, and it was so raucous in there. Um, my parents took my brother and I uh, when we were on spring break in college to Illinois, Arizona, uh, to the comeback game at, at the Rosemont. Um, <laughs> And that was at that point, that was the loudest environment I've ever seen. Like the, the two nights in Altamont um, blew that noise out of the water. Um, and, and I know people that also went to that Illini game, like said, so just to get an idea of how loud it was in that gym. Um, no, I mean, that, that, that um, you know, that, that's something like that. It, it's, it's really cool for their community and their school. Um, you know, I, I think what's, what's going to be unique for us is, uh, you know, we're, we're 20 minutes from home and, um, you know, I, I, I don't know if uh, um, our fans will, will buy into the uh, the Cinderella story as far as their school enrollment size. I, I don't mean them as a Cinderella because I know that they're a really good basketball. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. Uh, that, that'll be something that, that that's a good, um, it's a great narrative going in for, for their town and their kids and their school. And, uh, you know, if I was in uh, their position, we'd be uh, we'd be all over that as well. Yeah, we, we hosted the regional, um, and this will be our closest location since. So we, we traveled about an hour and 10 minutes for sectional, and then, of course, uh, a pretty long drive down to Carbondale. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to uh, hopefully turning uh, the, the State Farm Center into a, uh, a home-like facility for us. Is there anything on Sports Center that you wanted to clean up? Yeah, let's go ahead and uh, clean up Sports Center. Not a whole lot. Uh, the Colts are expected to be among the teams looking at depth to the offensive line during the upcoming draft, according to the Draft Network. Indianapolis was among the longest teams at a formal meeting with Tennessee offensive tackle Darnell Wright. The lineman measured at six foot five, three thirty-three, with a five point oh one forty-yard dash at the combine. And finally, as I saw you had pulled up, so uh, Justin Turner is avoiding a serious injury. Red Sox infielder left Monday's spring training game after being hit in the face by a pitch. Turner immediately fell to the ground after being struck in the face by a pitch from Detroit right-hander Matt Manning in the first inning. He was taken to the hospital in Fort Myers and treated for soft tissue injuries. According to his wife's Instagram story, he needed 16 stitches, but tests showed no fractures or other concerns. He has since returned home. The 38-year-old signed a two-year, $22 million deal with Boston in January. Yeah, it was definitely a scary situation anytime someone gets a hit in the face. There and uh, so, sixteen stitches is a lot. But and um, one of one other thing from NASCAR, uh, they have officially announced Travis the names of the Chicago Street races coming up uh, July Fourth weekend. Are you ready? Uh-huh. So the Xfinity Series race will be the Loop One Twenty One because it's one hundred twenty one miles or fifty five laps. So it'll be the Loop One Twenty One, and the other one will be the Grant Park Two Twenty. 
Grand Park 220. Which will be 220 miles or 100 laps to recognize 220 miles in the Cup Series race. Chicago Street Race will send 220 local youths ages 6 to 12 to the Chicago Park District Summer Day Camp. Oh. So that's nice. Well, nice. So there is that. Now, there's already people. Um, we're not going to get too, too political here. But it does have to do with NASCAR. There are people who are saying there's a new mayor that's going to be elected in Chicago. And he has already said, we are going to relook at all the contracts that the city of Chicago has and reevaluate if it's best for our community. Mm. So there's people already saying, oh, street course is done. Like before it's even started. Because it's going to disrupt downtown Chicago traffic so much mm. for July 4th weekend. Like it yeah. is going to be pretty, like traffic already in Chicago is pretty bad. It's pretty bad, yeah. But it's going to be even worse because forced, don't forget, you're also getting a Miranda Lambert concert. You're also getting... Um, the the um old crow medicine show or whatever, oh. like a concert there that's wow. gonna be going on. Plus, you're gonna have that road shut down Friday for practice, Saturday for the Xfinity race, and Sunday for the Cup race. That's Yeesh. a lot to have shut down right there in downtown Chicago. Mm. Mm. But hey, what do I know? Man. So there you go. There's also a lot of NASCAR fans saying that Chase Elliott should not get a waiver for his playoff eligibility due to his uh, broken leg. Basically, a lot of fans are saying oh, he broke it doing something dumb and snowboarding when he shouldn't be doing that, as we talked about yesterday. But NASCAR has since come out and said, no, he will get a waiver. Like it's like. But the best thing is, is they have not yet announced who is going to be subbing for him. Mm-hmm. A couple of the people mentioned is Josh Berry, who is with Junior Motorsports in the Xfinity Series. Uh, Dale Jr. has already expressed interest multiple times in getting a Cup Series car. So to get him, that seat time is very valuable to Dale Jr., mm-hmm. who works closely with Hendrick Motorsports. The other name thrown about there is uh, Corey LaJoy. He drives a Chevy, so it's a Chevy partnership. Um, and he could fill in for just a little bit. That's not unprecedented. It's happened before where you take someone of the same manufacturer and move them over to uh, fill in for a, a driver. The other name, Travis, is Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson. Who just came back. Mm-hmm. You make that call. Make it. And there are people <laughs> saying Dale Jr. Call Dale Jr. Hmm. Specifically, if you, were, if you were Napa and knowing how much Napa has invested in Chase Elliott, you would want Hendrick Motorsports to put Dale Jr. in that car because he has the most rank name recognition. Does, or Jimmy yeah. Johnson. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't want your car running 25th every week that Chase Elliott isn't in it. Especially if the teammates keep finishing 1-2-3. Mm-hmm. And you're the fourth one finishing 23rd. Yeah. Doesn't look good for Napa. No, not really. So, it'll be interesting to see. They still have not yet announced who's going to be filling in this weekend. Hmm. There you go. That's Sports Center. Very well. All right. Yeah, I'm. I'm just thinking about the traffic nightmare here in town for the stuff that they're gonna do, and I can't even imagine the traffic in Chicago. Yeah. With oh, all yeah. that stuff. Oh gosh. It's gonna be awful. Awful. Yeah. But nasty. supposedly they've signed a three-year contract with NASCAR to have this race. So. Mm. Three years. Yes. Very well. All right. So look forward to it. And uh, I'll definitely uh, be uh, looking out for it, see how well it goes and whatnot, especially 
uh, first year. All right, so let's clean up some uh, stuff. I have one more thing to piggyback on our NFL conversation earlier. Uh-huh. I just saw this headline, and it's a crazy. So with the Saints addition of Derek Carr, okay? Yeah. means the NFC South Travis will become the first division to replace every quarterback since 1973. Wow. Didn't even think of that. No. But it's true. The NFC South is replacing every single quarterback. Wow. Hmm. That's that's crazy. Yeah. That's Yeah, so the Saints 2022 week 1 starter was James Winston, 2023 is Derek Carr. The Bucks Tom Brady, expected starter is Kyle Trask. Mhm. Week 1 starter for 2022 for the Panthers, Baker Mayfield. 2023 starter, who knows? Who knows? Marcus Mariota. Mm-hmm. For the Falcons in 2023, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, man. That's it's crazy. Could be Desmond Ritter. Mm-hmm. But they also have the eighth round pick, so they could, or the eighth overall pick, so. But anyways, yes, now we can move on to college. Uh, yeah, let's clean up some stuff from, uh, college. I mentioned that Gonzaga and St. Mary's won, uh, Gonzaga 84-73 over San Francisco. They won by, and, uh, St. Mary's uh, got by BYU 76-69, and so those two will be, uh, squaring off, uh, tonight. So you will punch their, uh, tickets to the um, uh, big dance coming up. We had two uh, that were punched last night. Uh, Louisiana, they won the uh, Sun Belt Conference uh, Tournament Championship 71-66 over uh, South Alabama. And Louisiana winning the Sun Belt. And uh, they're going back to the tournament for the first time uh, since 2014 for the Raging Cajuns of Louisiana. And we also had a, another a ticket a punched we had in the uh, Southern uh, Conference Championship. It was the uh, Forum. Uh, they defeated uh, Chattanooga 88-79. to uh, 79. And uh, that team for, for men, they uh, advanced uh, to the tournament for the first time since 1980 after uh, Chattanooga won on a buzzer beater last year. Well, they didn't this year as... They got it done, so they win the uh, Southern Championship, so good for them. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, we're already uh, underway in the uh, Atlantic 10 tournament today. Uh, then we also got a little Chicago coming up with uh, St. Joseph uh, coming up. We also got the ACC uh, tournament uh, beginning, uh, Georgia Tech, Florida State here shortly, uh, Louisville, Boston College. Yeah, so uh, got uh, later on uh, today, uh, Notre Dame or Virginia Tech at 6 o'clock. They get Zach at St. Mary's game at 8 o'clock on ESPN. And looks like that's it for the opening round of the um, ACC tournament starting today. And it uh, looks like Wednesday, ACC uh, tournament will uh, continue uh, there. Pac-12, champ- Pac-12 tournament uh, will uh, start. Big East tournament will start tomorrow. And uh, the Big Ten tournament, of course, will begin uh, tomorrow 
as well. So uh, one of the best times of the year for uh, conference tournaments and uh, the uh, big dance, March Madness, of course. Everybody getting in and oh, yeah. coming up. So looking forward to seeing what happens tonight. Um, I didn't check to see if there was anyone that could punch their tickets tonight in a championships besides uh, Gonzaga or St. Mary's. Maybe that's the only championship going on. Mm. Nope. Uh, the Northeast Conference t Tournament. Fairleigh Dickerson and uh, Merrimack will decide the championship tonight. Nice. Uh, the uh, Horizon League Championship, Northern Kentucky and uh, Cleveland State tonight. The CAA Championship, UNC Wilmington against Charleston. Charleston, 30-3 and three on this campaign. Um, and that's it for our championships. Nope, Summit League, North Dakota State, and Oral Roberts tonight as well. And that is it. That's all the conference championships. Sounds good. And uh, Eric, technically, uh, technically tonight, you know, uh, spring training is still going on, but technically tonight... 11 o'clock Eastern, Cuba and the Netherlands will begin the World Baseball Classic yeah. tonight. I know you're not very excited nope. uh, about it at all. I don't know why. I'll, you I'll have get all excited these, once we get to the quarters. You have all these all-star teams, and you should definitely check them out. Once we get to the as, quarters, I'll get excited. Uh, they'll roll out a pool A. They'll get underway first, and then in pool B, uh, with Japan, Korea, Australia, China, Czech Republic, uh, they'll get started the following day in the U.S. They'll eventually uh, get underway. I don't think that they'll uh, start until uh, Saturday. As, uh, they'll be up against uh, Great Britain on Friday All or on Saturday. All those great like. players from Great Britain. It's our first year in the tournament. It's rolling off the tongue, all those great <laughs> Britons. It's uh, the first year in their uh, in the World Baseball Classic for them. So uh, I can't I can't wait to see the strong showing they put out with their great talent. Then uh, Japan will begin their first game on a Thursday against China. Bright and early for you in the morning, Eric. I know you're up at this time, uh, but uh, four o'clock our time. A.M. A.M. Yeah, sure. Yep. I'll, I'll kick it. China and Japan. I'll watch it. Uh, Cuba and Italy on Thursday as well at 5 a.m. Uh, there. So there you go. World Baseball Classic uh, getting underway technically tonight there. So check your local listings for uh, that. I definitely will be uh, checking out the uh, World Baseball Classic uh, this year. Uh, pretty excited uh, about it. Uh, but one player that won't be participating in the World Baseball Classic, that's Jose Quintana, as he's sidelined with a rib injury, as he is now pulled out of the uh, WBC there. Mm -hmm. Also yesterday, Aaron Judge hit his first uh, spring training home run. And uh, Chris Sale also uh, threw a couple of scoreless innings in his uh, spring debut for the Red Sox. And uh, can they uh, stay undefeated here in a uh, spring training? They picked up the win yesterday over the Tigers, seven to one. So they're still seven and zero in uh, spring training. Uh, the Cardinals they won also over the Astros, a seven and two one. And Jack Flaherty 
Picking up uh, the uh, dub. Um, what do the Cubs do? They beat the Mariners 6-2. to two, And the Cubs 7-4 and four in spring right now. Yeah. Not too bad. Not too bad. I saw the Rockies won over the uh, Rangers. I think uh, Chris Bryant goes deep. Uh, the Yankees beat the Pirates 9-2 to two yesterday. It was going on uh, today. The Cardinals are in action uh, today. They're already underway against uh, Detroit. So got a Baltimore, uh, Minnesota, Blue Jays, Pirates, Phillies, Nationals, Marlins, and coming up really shortly, got the Cubs and the Rangers this afternoon. Also a Brewers and a White Sox as well. And the uh, Red Sox trying to keep it going. They're up against Atlanta today or this evening i guess at five o'clock so we'll see if the uh, red sox can keep the streak alive yeah seven and oh we'll see if it translates in october <laughs> maybe you never know never know never know all right i think that's it i, I got one final thing and that is the our friends over at yahoo sports travis have are are kind of handpicking uh for your entertainment purposes the college conference tournaments and two out of the three say Illinois is a sleeper at plus 1,000 to win the whole thing so there you go wow. Illinois sleeper to win the Big Ten tournament yeah they obviously don't know Big Ten they That's obviously okay. don't the, know the, Illinois the third basketball out of the three people two of them said Illinois the third one said Penn State so either way, Ooh. they're they're just all in on the the Penn State Illinois game. Yeah, whoever wins that, it's yeah. a sleeper. Yeah, supposedly Illinois is going to beat Indiana, is what one of them said. So that's uh, none hope. of them picked Purdue to win the whole thing. By the way, mm. one went Indiana, one went Northwestern, and one went <laughs> yeah yeah, and one went Maryland. Maryland. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. Like, he uh, must be a homer. Yeah. I mean, it's not all the realm of possibility if it's uh, Purdue-Indiana again. Indiana has their number. Yep. And it's tough to beat them three times in the season, but I mean, it's not all the realm of possibility. I think uh, Indiana has just as good a shot as anyone. Yep. I agree. Uh, there. So, uh, who knows what, what would happen in that matchup. Illinois, as much as I love you. Yeah. Well, here's it's all about that first game. Let's let's talk about it real quick. Penn State, we already said they beat Illinois twice. Twice. They beat Northwestern at Northwestern earlier this year, and they beat Indiana. Don't yeah. sleep on Penn State. Mm. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, maybe. It's true. And uh, even if Illinois gets by uh, Penn State, you got to face Northwestern in the next game. Yep. Uh, they lost to them once, and then yep. they needed a miracle second yep. half. Yep. And uh, I don't think Travis Sparks is going to be in attendance for this one. Nope. For this so Northwestern there, game. There goes so. our advantage. So. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Unless I can uh, go up to Chicago. Yeah. Uh -huh. Matt, what? Make it right off Friday. the business expense. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So. Been to the United Center uh, the past uh, this past summer. Yeah. So for the first time there you go. ever. That's true. Didn't get to see the Jordan statue. No. No, it was on the other side. Completely of the opposite side of the yeah, arena that we were sorry. on. <laughs> it was all good though. That place is kind of crazy once you get inside. It's like a little town. It's yeah. I didn't like it. It was too busy for me. Too busy for you. <laughs> well, 
well, that was the United Center. That yep. was the house that Jordan built yep. for you. I got a so. picture of the Phil jersey and the Phil in the rafter and and the Jordan jersey and all that stuff. That's yeah, I definitely got the ban all yep. the banners yep. uh, in there yep. for sure. All right, so uh, that's it. Yeah, I'll do it. You want to turn it over to the coaches? Uh, we've already done that. Oh, see, I wasn't listening. I'm sorry. Yeah, you must have been. I was too busy trying to figure out who's going to win the Pac-12 title, so I can have some entertainment on it. The Pac-12. Pac-12. Mm. To me, the easy answer is UCLA, but there's not a whole lot of entertainment in it. UCLA, Arizona, possibly. Arizona's not a bad one either. Yeah, maybe. Who's the most desperate? It always feels like there's one or two teams that are the most desperate on the outside looking in who make a run and at least get to the championship games of, like, all these big tournaments. And to me, I, North Carolina? It's the only one I can think of. It's not Michigan. I don't think Michigan does. Although, again, the Big Ten tournament is pull names out of a hat to see who wins. So They definitely do need it. They need it. They're They're out as of right now. Mm-hmm. And I will say once again, CBI, do not invite Detroit Mercy to your tournament. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, you leave him three short. <sighs> Such a hater. Uh, yeah, I mean, USC, Oregon, not yeah, great. So no. take your pick between UCLA and Arizona. So. Yep, yep, unfortunately. I mean, Oregon, Arizona State. I don't know. I haven't. I'm not up on my big our Pac-12 basketball. So yeah, UCLA is the best bet there. Yeah. Yep. Twenty-seven and four this year. Hmm. Not too bad. Not too bad. All right. So uh, now we are going to uh, get out of here. So thanks for listening. Uh, Thanks for downloading, and we'll be back talk more sports more college basketball tomorrow for you so uh stay tuned uh, for uh, that and we'll talk to you then have a great rest of your day peace out <laughs>